Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. designed to help you fall asleep. We'd like to thank our listeners. If you enjoy our show, please write a review on the podcast's app. Also, share it with a friend. Find us on snoozecast.com and follow us on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is supported by our Patreon supporters and the low-hanging winter sun. Tonight, we'll read another excerpt from In New England Fields and Woods, written by Roland Evans Robinson in 1896. Robinson was, in his time, one of Vermont's best-known writers. This collection of short essays follows New England's changing seasons and moods in all its natural beauty. This particular selection is part of the late winter time section. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few February days. In the blur of storm or under clear skies, the span of daylight stretches farther from the fading dusk of dawn to the thickening dusk of evening. Now in the silent downfall of snow, now in the drift and whirl of flakes driven from the sky and tossed from the earth by the shrieking wind, The day's passage is unmarked by shadows. It is but a long twilight, coming upon the world out of one misty gloom 
and going from it into another. Now the stars fade and vanish in the yellow morning sky. The long shadows of the hills, clear cut on the shining fields, swing slowly northward and draw eastward to the netted umbrage of the wood. So the dazzling day grows and wanes, and the attenuated shadows are again stretched to their utmost, then dissolved in the flood of shade, and the pursued sunlight takes flight from the mountain peaks to the clouds, from cloud to cloud along the darkening sky, and vanishes beyond the blue barrier of the horizon. There are days of perfect calm and hours of stillness as of sleep, when the lightest wisp of cloud fleece hangs moveless against the sky, and the pine trees forget their song. But for the white columns of smoke that, unbent in the still air, arise from farmstead chimneys, one might imagine that all affairs of life had been laid aside, for no other sign of them is visible. No sound of them falls upon the ear. You see the cows and sheep in the sheltered barnyards and their lazy breaths arising in little clouds, but no voice of theirs drifts to you. No laden team crawls creaking along the highway, nor merry jangle of sleigh bells flying into and out of hearing over its smooth course. Nor for a space do the tireless panting engine and roaring train divide earth and sky with a wedge of dissolving vapor. The broad expanse of the lake is a white plain of snow-covered ice. No dash of angry waves assails its shore, still glittering with the trophies of their last assault. No glimmer of bright water greets the sun. No keel is afloat. The lighthouse, its occupation gone, stares day and night with dull eyes from its lonely rock upon a silent, deserted waste. In the wood, you may hear no sound but your own muffled footsteps, the crackle of dry twigs, and the soft swish of boughs swinging back from your passage, and now and then a tree punctuating the silence with a clear resonant crack of frozen fibers and its faint echo. You hear no bird, nor squirrel, nor sound of woodman's axe, nor do you catch the pungent fragrance of his fire, nor the subtler one of fresh cut wood. Indeed, all odors of the forest seem frozen out of the air or locked up in their sources. No perfume drops from the odor-laden evergreens, only scentless air reaches.